Welcome. You're about to listen to a message from LifePoint, a warm, friendly, and vibrant community for the young at heart. Hallelujah. Happy anniversary, LifePoint family. Yes, yes, yes. Seven years of God's grace, of God's love, of God's faithfulness. Seven years of light, seven years of impact, seven years of relevance, seven years of building a thriving community, seven years of Christ-likeness, seven years of permeating our world and our generation with a divine sound, seven years of producing and birthing that which is on the Father's heart. I think we can do more and give God praise. He alone deserves the praise. Seven years of souls being won, seven years of life transformation, seven years of having people come through. It's interesting because a number of the guys who spoke after the documentary, they are all not in Nigeria anymore. Pedro is in Cyprus, Shola, Kende, Idara, even Falabi Noel. They're in the UK at the moment. IBK is in the US. God has taken our people to different parts of the world. LifePoint has been a transition ground where people have come through and their lives have been shaped and transformed. So can we just lift up your hands? Please just join us this morning and say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the vision of LifePoint. Thank you for this precious work that you're doing here. We are grateful. We see you at work in us. We see you at work among us. We see you at work in the lives of everyone that has passed through. We thank you for every gift, every individual that has come through here. Here at LifePoint, we don't see individuals. We don't see numbers. We see families. We see nations. Each person is representative of a nation, representative of an organization, of a community. And for this reason, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your light that has transformed us. We thank you for growth. We thank you because you've taken our little and you have turned it into much. That which was just an idea that you placed in the heart of a man as a response to a call from a generation. Father, we thank you because it is morphing, it is growing, it is thriving into a community, into a movement of God's generals, of God's army of young people taking over the mountains of influence, of people who are ready to represent Christ in all of his nature. So can we just go ahead and say thank you, Father. Thank you for your work here. Thank you for every leader. Thank you for everyone who serves in this house, every pastor, every minister. Thank you even for our lead pastors at the Elevation Church, the people who have allowed us the autonomy to grow and to express ourselves as young people vibrant in our nature, creative in our disposition. Lord, we say thank you. We are grateful. We give you all praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Can you please help me look at someone? Just say happy anniversary to us. Give them a high five. Give them a high five. Tell them we're celebrating. So for the benefit of anyone who's worshiping with us um, for the first time, this is Life Point. We love God. We're crazy about Jesus and we no holes, but we, yes, 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 we fully express our love for him. We're also very creative, and God has really been kind to us. We thank him for everyone that has passed through, and we thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for worshiping with us. 
We have some of our people in the room, some people online. I think I cited a couple of our guys online earlier, Ruby, Michelle, uh, Messi, Joseph, you know, thank you so much guys for showing up. Everyone who shows up at our gatherings, at our events, at our initiatives, we thank you. We thank you for being here. Everyone who gives to God through this house, through the vision of LifePoint, we thank you for partnering with God with your resource, your financial resource, your time, investment of time. We thank you. Thank you so much for everything. God bless you. We decree and declare that the gates of hell will not prevail against the work going on here. That God's work will continue to prosper in our hands in Jesus' name. And that your being here as God has positioned and planted you in this house, that you will grow, you will find fulfillment in every way, that God's life and his nature will continually be manifest through you in every way in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy anniversary to us again. And just as I was speaking, we have our lovely guest minister who's just walked in. Minister Day in the house, guys. Let's love on her. Thank you so much for being here, ma'am. And many thanks to everyone who's come with you as well. Okay, so I'm just going to run through the announcements very quickly and we'll get into the word. We still continue our fast. How many people are excited? How many days down now? How many days? Five. We've done just four days now. Today is day five, yes. We've done, we fasted for, today is day five. We fasted for four days. We started on Wednesday. How many more days to go? Somebody said, ah. So we're fasting for 22 days. We have about 17 days to go, okay? So hang in there. Um, just a quick reminder that your fast is for you. It's not for God. And we say that often here. Your fasting does not make God fatter or leaner. doesn't change his skin color. doesn't make him more amenable to, you know, to be favorably disposed towards you. No. Your fasting moves you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Your fasting transforms you. Your fasting and prayer is a time of consecrating your heart to him and receiving his insight, receiving direction, receiving his plans, the blueprints that he has designed for 2023 for you. It gives you an opportunity to be focused, to tune in and to get God's heart on the matter of your life. So please stay tuned, stay glued in, uh, stay committed to the process. It's important that um, we spend this time really just seeking God's face. We pray every morning here at 6 a.m. So all of this week, we're praying here at 6 a.m. Next week, we'll move to the mainland, but there's opportunity for you to join online as well. And in the evenings, Mondays to Fridays, we pray on, um, online at 7 p.m. I believe the link is being displayed. Can we have the link? Okay, that's it. bit.ly forward slash LP fast forward. Very easy link. So please join us if you haven't joined us. For those who've joined in last week, I'm sure you have testimonies already. All right. Um, we also recognize scripture says that Christ has been made to us the power and the wisdom of God. That as we engage power in this season, it's also equally important. Multimedia, I see you, okay? But let me just take this announcement. Um, it's important that we also engage wisdom. Wisdom is critical for our daily living. Uh, and this wisdom has been encoded in various forms, through teachings, through the messages, you know, through books that people have written. 
But the Elevation Church, our mother church, is creating an opportunity for us to engage wisdom in this season by participating actively in certain masterclasses that are focused on specific issues. So if you are currently like struggling with finances, there's something for that. If you feel any sort of limitation over your life, breaking strongholds, there's that masterclass happening. There are like seven or eight masterclasses that you can take advantage of. You're trusting God for divine health and healing in this season as well. There are teachings to guide you in that direction. So please sign up for those masterclasses. They start this Thursday and it will run for three Thursdays. So from this Thursday, that's happening. But for those who are not participating in masterclasses, we will still hold our evening prayer meetings at 7 p.m. Okay. Also, there will be a special masterclass with Mr. Leke Alda on sustainability in business and uh, the resilience to thrive in all seasons. That's happening January 20th on Friday. It's, that is a paid masterclass. Um, I think it costs 10,000 naira. Uh, but please feel free to go ahead. If you're a business person, you're an employer of labor, uh, or you're an aspiring entrepreneur, it's important that you gain wisdom in this season and learn from those who have gone ahead. All right. We're going to the word now. Um, I think one more announcement. If you have testimonies from this season you wanna share, please go ahead and send us. Um, you can DM us on any of our social media platforms. You can send us an email at hello at lifepointng.org or you can simply walk to the info point desk behind and someone will be there to attend to you. You can just put down your testimony there or drop your number. Someone will call you to get the details. But it's important that we share. And part of why we share is we want to also be able to encourage others. You'll be surprised that your story, your testimony of God's faithfulness is someone else's prophecy. You know, it's an insight into um, their, it, it encourages them and strengthens their faith to be able to capture all of what God has in store for them in this season. All right, let's pray. Let's pray. Uh, would you just go ahead and speak in a minute to God this morning and ask that everything he has in store for you today, that you will be a full recipient. Go ahead and declare that your heart has been made ready to engage with his mind. Scripture says that the entrance of his word gives light. It illuminates. And so as his word comes forth, that it is a now word for you. It is a word indeed. It is meat in season for you in the name of Jesus and that your life will be truly transformed. Father, we thank you, we give you praise because your word comes forth in simplicity and with accuracy, ministering grace to every hearer, redeeming, transforming, liberating us, uh, instructing our hearts in righteousness. We thank you because it will do an internal and an eternal work and your name alone will be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. All right, so... Um, for those who were present at the crossover service, now it's a very short message because the focus for today, like we said in all of the announcements, is that we're celebrating LifePoint's anniversary. It's also an opportunity to thank God for year 2023 in advance. We thank him for the year we're coming out of and we thank him for the one we're stepping into, recognizing that he's already made the crooked path straight, recognizing that he has already gone ahead of us. So I want you to still maintain that level of excitement you came to church with, ready to dance, ready to praise him, ready to give him thanks. And I'm just going to share very briefly um, as we go on this journey. We'll continue the message. It's a two-part teaching. We'll continue it at the midweek service on Wednesday, which, by the way, has resumed. We started midweek services last Wednesday, and we're inviting everyone to please come be a part of it. So 
Today's message is titled, Feeling the Clouds. Feeling the Clouds. If you were at the crossover service, you would have heard Pastor Godman teach very clearly on the unusual elevation. That is our theme for this year, unusual elevation. And the anchor scripture is in Isaiah chapter 60. I hope you have been studying Isaiah 60 and just declaring the words in there. But last week's Sunday, the teaching focused on three fundamentals, how to position for glory. Because we recognize that unusual elevation for us here at Life Point uh, and by extension all of the elevation churches means that the clouds are gathering. The clouds of glory will gather and it will rain upon the fields of our lives in every way. So it symbolizes God's presence. It symbolizes the fullness of God inhabiting us, inhabiting and indwelling everything that has to do with us. And we are able to fully um, receive of him, fully enjoy the benefits. Scripture speaks about him, you know, preparing a, a table before us. You know, and on that table, we believe it's a feast of fat things that God has set out for us this year. Okay, so the question someone is perhaps asking, just listening to last week's message and wondering, we're saying you need to position for glory, you need to prepare for glory, you also need to pray for glory. What is the, what is the expression of glory in, like in my life? What does glory look? When we say the glory of God, what does that look like in my life? And then what am I supposed to do very clearly? So we're piecing apart those three fundamentals that we discussed last week. And um, the first one uh, today is just talking about how to fill the clouds. Because the clouds must surely gather. If you were at crossover service, you would recall one of the things that Pastor Godman said was about the type of clouds that gather. Some people, um, you, you, the way your life has been positioned, you, you attract the wrong type of crowds. And so you experience seasons of drought, seasons of famine, you know, it looks like things aren't working. Some we recognize as, you know, the hand of God and the sovereignty of God at work. But there are some that it might just be wrong positioning. Scripture says that we're seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above principalities and powers, you know. And part of the things that we must do as God's children this year is to take advantage, full advantage of the authority uh, that we have in Christ. All right, so filling our clouds. There's something about clouds and how they form, how they operate, how they can be used to predict what is to come. And we see this replete in scripture. Uh, I'd like us to read together very quickly 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings 18 from verses 41 to 44, NKGV translation. Can we have it up on screen? You can go ahead and open up your devices. 1 Kings 18. Are we there? One, two, go. Let's read. Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat, and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. Let's read together, guys. And Elijah went to the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he, say, he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariots, go down before the rain stops you. We see how Elijah would very clearly express the mind of God. 
And we know it is the mind of God because it says, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. If you go to verse 1 of that 1 Kings 18, God spoke to Elijah and said, prepare, say to Ahab, I'm going to send rain to the earth. Back context, Elijah was the man God used to withhold rain for three years in that land. But God shows up in chapter 18, verse 1, and says to him, he said, he said, he said, he gave a word. The word of God is a sound. And that's one thing that we need to understand very clearly this year. The word of God is a sound. Scripture says in Genesis, and God said, let there be light. Sound produced light. God spoke light into being. God is said to speak several things into existence in your life this year. You and I need to stay connected. You and I need to stay plugged in. Not only to, you know, engage his written word, but also to hear and receive his spoken word, which would come in varied forms. So clouds are a divine signal of an outpouring of God's grace, insight, blessings, and enablement for your next level. There is something we're going to do very quickly this morning. You should have been back on my slides now. Yes, thank you. We're going to lose, just look at something very quickly. We'll debrief it properly at midweek service on Wednesday. But it's something that is very basic. We all did in elementary science. It's called the water cycle. How many people remember the water cycle? Exactly. Let me not say, we don't have time. You know how I do. I would have said someone should please help me um, read it out. But it's fine. Let's move. Can we have the diagram, the water cycle diagram? So there are four stages. There's the collection stage. There's the evaporation stage. There's the condensation stage. And then there's the precipitation stage. But this morning, we're only going to zone in quickly on the collection and the evaporation stage. The collection stage, when you think about God's creative... So this elementary science, we're transposing it sort of, just borrowing from it to describe a divine... Um, process as it were so how you and I can fill up our clouds how you as an individual upwardly mobile young man young woman you know um, perhaps starting out your career you're in like even mid or senior level in your career you have a business or you're an employee or you're a student in fact you're married with a family or perhaps you're not trusting God or you're not even there yet. You're not considering marriage. Marriage isn't on the radar yet. How do we fill up our clouds? How do we ensure that the cloud of glory stays gathered over our lives and actually is raining consistently in year 2023 regardless of the outcomes and the external situations ongoing in our world? Recall one of the favorite scriptures we like to quote here. It's a story of the children of Israel in the land of Goshen, in Egypt, and how that there was darkness in a portion of Egypt. In fact, there was darkness in Egypt, but there was light in Goshen, where the children of God were gathered. And I know that some of us are hinging our decisions, our strategy, you know, the plans for 2023 is perhaps centered around the outcomes of the elections. But I'm saying to you this morning very clearly under God, that regardless of the outcome of the elections, that you will be fine, that you will thrive, that you will live well. Why? Because the clouds of glory have gathered over your life. Because God's hand is resting mightily upon you. It is your year of favor, regardless of whatever is going on in the world economy. 
Regardless of what's going on in the U.S., in the U.K., you know, where all other members of LifePoint family are, are dispersed, regardless of whatever is going on, we will be fine because Scripture says that all things, and we know that all things, are working together for what? For our good. Why? Because we love God and we are called according to His purpose. Okay, so God created the earth and He, of course, formed waters he created the seas, he separated the water from the waters and all of that fancy stuff that he did in Genesis 1. You know, most of the earth's water is held in the world's ocean. And, you know, so there's the gathering of waters, but there's an energy that comes upon the waters and, you know, sort of just takes it up, evaporates it, okay? So in this collection phase, which is the first stage, the question is this, what do you have in your hands? What are the deposits that God has given to you already? And he's expecting you to deploy on the face of this earth. There is a way you and I perhaps may have journeyed and we have belittled the things that we have. We have belittled the people that God has placed around us and positioned for our, for our sake. We have perhaps looked to the wrong places for help. But God is saying to ask you this morning, what do you have in your hands? Isaiah 56 verses 10 says, For as the rain and snow came down from heaven, and do not return here without watering the earth, making it bear and sprout and are providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater so will my word which goes out of my mouth it will not return to me void useless or without result without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it you and I need to understand that as God sends his word the fact that he has already created you here on earth he did not send you out empty so help me look at someone and tell them you are seed full because God has deposited not only his, a measure of his spirit in you, not only his breath, but he has placed in you seed. He has put in you things that would enable you to thrive in this world. There is nothing new. For those who were at prayer meeting yesterday, and that's true, I forgot to mention, we pray on Saturdays as well during this fast. We meet here at 9 a.m. to pray. At prayer meeting yesterday, we had the privilege of, ha of having our pastor Ayo lead us in, in prayer. And one of the things that he very clearly reminded us, which is, a, I mean, a truth that holds from time immemorial, is that there's nothing new God is going to create. So your fast this season, is not, yeah, it, it, God is not going to create something new. Everything that he, he wants for you, he has created already, he has provided. And I dare say that it is resident in the hands of people. So part of the clouds of glory gathering is enabling favor. When scripture says, speaks about favor encompassing you as a shield, it's essentially speaking about favor being a weapon that you utilize. You've been rightly positioned to be able to meet the people that God would have you meet. Your destiny helpers in this season. People uh, gaining wisdom, engaging information that is relevant for your growth. But God is saying, look, there's stuff I have given to you already. There's provision that I have made available for you. And he always starts with what we have. He looked at Moses. He asked him a simple question. In a time where there was confusion and Moses was wondering, God, are you sure this is me you're talking about? Are you sure that I have what it takes to lead these people? Moses forgot something very important. That where, how, where and how he was born, the circumstances of his birth was unusual. It was not normal. It wasn't ordinary. But right there before God, God had to show him something really tangible that he could work with. And God said to him, what is in your hand? And Moses' eyes were opened to see that, well, perhaps I can actually undertake this journey. 
Same thing too. You and I. What is in our hands? Look at the woman, um, the widow. Interestingly, I had to share that scripture in recent times. Uh, I think in the course of this week with a few people. The widow disdained. The widow had nothing. She had nothing or so she thought. But when the prophet spoke to her and Elijah spoke to her and said, look, what do you have in your house? She says, I have a jar of oil. That's all. For someone, your jar of oil, you're not even thinking that it is anything like that widow. And the prophet said to her, take it, go borrow vessels. So first of all, I mean, just process it. She had no idea that she had something that had so much capacity in it, in it, to reproduce itself and to take her out of the current situation. God will deploy creative miracles sometimes. A creative miracle would look like, you know, uh, the fish bringing out coin so that taxes could be paid. God would take what you have and build it if you let him. He wants to use what he has created already, what he has positioned and placed inside you for his glory and for your well-being. He wants us to live well. He wants us to live wholesome lives. So you are seedful. You need to pay attention to God's promises. It's part of what you do. Just recognizing what you have. What has God said to you? What word has he given to you? I was saying to someone recently that I've had to go back to my old journals to just remind myself of God's promises. Because sometimes you are in a face and it looks like, ah, God, what's going on? And the Holy Spirit just would say to you, you know, go back to the promise. Keep your eye on the word because you have been looking everywhere except the word. You have been looking everywhere except the son. The son is the author, Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Scripture speaks about in Hebrews 12, looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus. And as we behold him in all of his beauty and all of his glory, he makes known the mind of the father to us. And so this period, as you are waiting on God, as you are fasting and praying, you must be expectant to receive a word. Concerning your situation, you must demand a word. You must trust that God will speak to you. A father always wants to speak to his son or to his children. There is no father that wants to, you know, keep malice. Some of us approach God as though we are in a malice situation. We approach God as though we are not expecting that he will speak to us. But he wants to speak to you. He wants to give you his word. He wants to comfort you. He wants to strengthen you with his word. So you need to pay attention to the word of God in this season. And what you do with his word matters. You war with his word in the place of prayer. You remind him about his promises. You hold on to the word. You draw strength and encouragement from the word. Are you dealing with a health situation? Are you dealing with a financial crisis? Is there a problem in your home, in your family? You know, are you, is your business in dire need of help in this season? What is going on? Whatever it is, there is a word. There is a now word for whatever situation it is you're dealing with. The word of God is the most ignored blessing by the children of God. And we need to change that narrative this year for us. So how many people are committing to engaging God's word a whole lot more? How many people are committing to inclining their ears to what the Father is saying? We were reminded in Bible study yesterday that in all of Scripture, it was only once we see how God would speak to the ear. Scripture says that he spoke to the ear of Moses. He spoke into his ear. How many people want God to speak into their ear this season? So you need to stay. Stay in that secret place. Stay committed to him. 
I want you to just take a quick prayer right now and ask, Lord, open my eyes to see what I already have. Father, open my eyes to see what it is that you have placed in me, what you've placed in my hand, the talents, the abilities, the giftings. What is that jar of oil that I have disdained? What have I disdained? Go ahead and pray that prayer right now in the name of Jesus. And in the same breath, would you go ahead and declare over yourself that God will give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding will be flooded with lights. Would you go ahead and engage light in this season in the name of Jesus? Father, my eyes are open to see clearly what it is that you are doing in me, what you are doing in my generation, what you are doing in my family, what you're doing in my community. I engage light. I engage light. That in this collection stage, my eyes behold all, that you, all the provision you have made, everything that you have prepared for me to be able to engage these clouds of glory, to be able to fill them up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, the second stage is the evaporation stage. This is the stage where we make deposits in the spirit. Acts 10.4, the uh, Passion Translation says, Startled, he was overcome with fear. This is the story of um, uh, Cornelius here. Sorry, 10.31. Let me read 4 first, verse 4. He says, Startled, he was overcome with fear by the sight of the angel. He asked, What do you want, Lord? The angel said, All of your prayers and your generosity to the poor have ascended before God as an eternal offering. In verse 31, he says, Your generosity to the poor has been recorded and remembered in God's presence. There are spiritual transactions that we must undertake in this season that will translate things and actions from the physical realm and create divine signals and momentum in the spiritual realm. There are divine signals, spiritual transactions that you must undertake to produce divine signals. So the evaporation stage is essentially where the rain is going up, where the rain depends on the energy coming from the sun and it is being translated up as it were. Let me borrow a um, scriptural term. But for us as individuals in our respective um, faces and, and in the places of our positioning where God has put you right now, whether you're single or married, whether you're working or not, you know, whether you're old or young, what are the spiritual deposits you need to put into the earth in this seeding? What are those spiritual deposits you need to make to translate, again, filling up these clouds of glory? In 2023, you need to see the confession of God's word in your mouth. You need to sow it. You need to see those words that you proclaim as seeds to fill up your clouds. What that looks like is that you and I will not spend time speaking negative words we will not speak toxic words that will change the trajectory of our lives. See, it's one thing to come to church. It's one thing to, the pastor leads a confession or a declaration. You declare it. But when you are out of here, Monday to Saturday, what are you saying? What words are coming out of you? Are you speaking life? Scripture says death and life are in the power of the tongue. What is coming out of you? Are you speaking life? Are you declaring life concerning every situation? Are you aligning your words with the words of God concerning your life? Are you declaring the promises of God for you? It is extremely critical that we make these spiritual deposits as we pray, as we fast, and as we wait on God in this season. That our words are in alignment, that our hearts are in alignment, and that we take a, a heart posture. It's a posture of surrenderedness. It's a posture of yieldedness. A posture of commitment to God's word and to his presence. Saying, Father, I turn it over to you. These plans, 
My entire life, it's at your feet. What are you saying about my journey? Some people have jackpot and jackpot wrongly. What is God saying to you about relocation, for example, if you're considering it? What opportunities have been presented before you? Not every opportunity is your door. Sometimes we look at the story of Joseph and we, and we wonder how that looks like a promotion in God's sight and how on face of, you know, in, in, you and I just considering it, doesn't, it's not making sense. It doesn't look like it, it, it's a journey that is desirable in any shape or form. But God always has a plan. And he says concerning us, for I know the thoughts that I have towards you. They are thoughts to prosper you and not to harm you. So you and I need to trust in his plans for us. We need to trust that he will do what it is that he says he will do. All right, let's just pray and wrap up. We'll take the other parts and I will um, debrief this first two again properly uh, on Wednesday by God's grace. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and make this declaration over yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus, this year I arise in splendor and I shine. For my light has dawned and the glory of God now streams from me. Regardless of the happenings on the earth, this year the greater one arises upon me and the brightness of his glory appears over me. Nations are attracted to my radiant light and kings to the sunrise glory of my new day. The earth yields its increase for me. And as I sow in the land, I enjoy a hundredfold harvest. The fullness of the earth flows to me and the wealth of nations are transferred to me. I will guzzle the milk of nations and suckle at the breast of kings. Every day of this year, I come to know God intimately as my Savior, Father, Source, Sustainer, Redeemer, Protector. He is my unfailing light. He is my glory. He is my everlasting light. And my days of sadness are over. This is my year of rejoicing. This is my year of refreshing. This is my year of rest. This is my year of harvest. This is my year of greater glory. The clouds of glory have gathered and it is raining upon the fields of my life. No more dryness. No more stagnancy. No more depression. No more sickness. No more loss. Nothing is permitted to die around me. I speak life only every day of this year. This is my year of unusual elevation. Would you go ahead and give God praise? Go ahead and worship Him. Thank Him. As I wrap up the service, or well, the, the, the message, another thing that is instrumental to filling up the clouds of glory in this second stage of evaporation is your praise and thanksgiving. And I want you to resound to the highest heavens today. Not only are we thanking God for the past seven years of life points, not only are we thanking God for 2022, but we are prophetically praising our way through 2023 and we are filling up these clouds of glory. So on that note, can we please make welcome the wonderful anointed minister Ada Ehi. 
as she leads us in a session of worship. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. We hope that the message has blessed your heart. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash life point ng for more information about us and all our other resources please visit www.lifepointng.org